Hello and welcome to The Download. I'm your host, Dave Richardson, and we are joined by Stu Kedwell, the co-head of North American Equities at RBC Global Asset Management for Stu's on Stwensdays again. More technical issues, uh, Stu. Uh, we, uh, you'd think we'd have this COVID thing down by now, but uh, we're, still, uh, we're still working out some of the kinks. But uh, welcome back. And, and be, before we go into this week's uh, podcast topics, and we've, we've got a, a wide range of topics to cover today, just wanted to refer people back to the, to the, the podcast we, uh, we taped last Wednesday uh, that talks about how investors and uh, both professional and retail investors uh, should think about headlines and news and everything that's going to come out uh, of uh, particularly around the U.S. election. And... Uh, Wow, we couldn't have been more prescient in terms of a, uh, in terms of a topic or a podcast, given the craziness of last week, which now rolled into this week and yesterday. Markets up, coasting along. All of a sudden, a tweet from President Trump, and the Dow Jones index, I think, dropped uh, about five hundred points in a in a few minutes. Uh, so it's, it was related to the, the next stimulus package that's being negotiated in the U.S. between Congress and the president and all the different parts of, uh, of U.S. government. From, from, from your perspective, clearly the markets think this stimulus is critical. From your perspective as an investment manager, how do you think about that stimulus and, and where those negotiations are going? Uh, well, yeah, it's a, it, I, it is an important element uh, in the near term. Um, you know, from a negotiation standpoint, uh, you know, you know, talk about, uh, you know, volatility, you know, the definition of volatility being more things can happen than will happen. Um, you know, so we have a month, a month to go, give or take until the U.S. election is decided. And then, you know, perhaps we'll have, you know, a lengthy period after that before it's finalized. Um, so, you know, the final the final month uh, is going to bring a variety of twists and turns. Uh, there's a lot of things being uh, negotiated in the United States right now, uh, the Supreme Court justice, uh, the stimulus, and uh, the desire for some uh, parts or some players to use tweets and, and try and use uh, some of those things as leverage, uh, you know, given what's at stake is quite, is quite high, and I would expect it to continue. Um, the reason stimulus is important is... Um, you know, it's kind of like, uh, you know, you're driving down the road and, uh, you know, you have great tire pressure in your car and you've got lots of suspension and, and all sorts of things. And, um, and there's a road crew out in front filling in potholes. And, uh, you know, you kind of know that like, well, if we do hit a pothole, we got different things that protect us, but I might prefer not to. Um, and, you know, so when we think about stimulus, like, you know, the governments have the capacity for it and, I think generally speaking, have the willingness for it to kind of see consumers with a bit more cushion, uh, you know, up until either, either uh, you know, some type of antibody or, or vaccine, yet it is still a very politically charged uh, circumstance and likely to remain so. So, um, you know, when, when the president tweeted that the stimulus talks were off, if, if the stimulus doesn't come, it will have a short-term impact on the economy. Uh, you know, not necessarily something that uh, can't be managed over time, but you probably prefer not to see it just because a number of businesses are on uh, tender hooks, uh, relatively speaking. Yeah, and uh, I've heard many wise analysts say uh, through the course of this year, uh, the old adage, in an election year, 
everything's about the election. So that uh, that that kind of fits that that yeah. politics are at uh, at their their height and completely in focus. So so we're going to see those things. And again, point back to the to the podcast from uh, from last week, which is right here on the on the podcast listing. Uh, however, you uh, join this podcast, uh, you can download that one and listen to it. Stu, let, let let's just move into a couple of other interesting topics. Uh, one is uh, you, you heard from uh, the, the the Canadian bank CEOs uh, recently, and uh, what what did they have to say that you think is interesting for uh, for for investors in Canada and around the world? Yeah, so um, yeah, so the the CEOs were were earlier in the month, and then last Thursday, one of our analysts spent the day with the five CFOs, and the message was quite consistent, uh, you know, to what it had been before, which is, you know, the banks have taken a lot of provisions for credit, so. You know, you will see loans go bad on the headlines in the next three or six months as deferral programs come to come to an end and what have you. But the banks have already taken a large amount of provisions for some of those loans already. So, so you know, have they entirely been accounted for? We'll see. But it, it certainly still seems quite manageable. The second discussion point was, you know, the other thing that's been weighing on the banks a little bit has been low interest rates and the impact on net interest margin. And again, the language there was very consistent. A capital ratio seemed quite robust. And, um, you know, so the story is is kind of as it was. Uh, you have a, a situation where the banks are well capitalized. They have the earnings capacity to deal with this environment. But it probably might still be, you know, six or nine months before they start to see the other side of some of the things that are challenging them. In the meantime, we're collecting a very nice dividends and, you um, and, uh, you know, that's that's uh, that's a very consistent story there. And through the month of October, uh, we have lunches with each of the banks, uh, CEOs, uh, uh, you know, so we'll have we'll have more to say on that leading up to Halloween. And I, I, I take it those are probably virtual lunches. So uh, they are virtual. Yep. Uh, that's for sure. So so yeah, lo- lower calorie than the normal lunches. Yeah, the, yeah, I, 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 again, in, in in referring to to previous uh, episodes of this podcast, uh, what's interesting is if you go back uh, through the spring and summer uh, on a couple of occasions when we talked to Stu about the banks, uh, Stu was, uh, has proven to be quite accurate in terms of his view, particularly around loan loss provisions and, and, and risks around banks. So uh, again, if you haven't listened to those, uh, those previous episodes, there's some really interesting stuff there. Uh, and and yeah, I think what I really like about it is, is if, you, if you go back and listen to things, you can sort of follow along and 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 kind of get into the mind of a professional investment manager and how they think about risk and and various outcomes and range of outcomes and that's really uh, what Stu does an excellent job of of doing uh, on uh, on on all the podcasts. So let, let's just finish off with uh, another subject that we we've, we've talked a lot about over the last six months, and that's the narrowness of the market. That uh, we've seen a nice recovery in markets back to at, at different points in time. Uh, all-time highs, particularly in the U.S., but that, that it was a fairly narrow market. That the 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 the, the there were there were a, a small number, particularly technology names and 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 companies that were um, somewhat beneficiaries of of the work at home environment and the shop at home environment, uh, who were the big winners in this. But you're you're seeing things change a little bit, and 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 there that creates some reason for optimism, Stu. Yeah, a couple of things, and, and you've likely seen it in some of the other publication, but you know, interest rates, like they haven't gone to high levels, but they have backed up ever so slightly in the last couple of weeks, which has put some slope in the yield curve, uh, which is the bond market's way of telling you that things might be getting a little bit better. And then when we when we look through the equity market, 
you know, we, we try and we try and think again, going back to the car analogy, like you like to have it firing on lots of cylinders rather than just one. And in the last week or so, there has been a broadening of the market. Uh, some of the industrial stocks and some of the other participants have, have started to kick into gear a little bit, which is a little bit counterintuitive to everything you're seeing on the surface uh, from a headline standpoint uh, to see some of these stocks start to do better. We've seen it in some consumer discretionary areas, some industrial, some basic material. Um, and, uh, and that also has been an interesting feature in the last, uh, in the last little while. Great. Well, that's, uh, we, we, uh, we, we squeezed a lot into a, a little over eight minutes today. And, uh, and again, a, a reminder that, uh, that all of these episodes are, are housed on uh, whatever carrier you use to listen to your podcasts. And uh, there's been a lot of interesting discussions and they're all about five to five to 10 minutes long. So they're not a, they're not a long listen and uh, a lot of valuable information and insights uh, really throughout this, uh, this pandemic. And we'll be back every week or most weeks do usually on Tuesdays, sometimes <laughs> on Wednesdays or Thursdays, Thurston Thursdays, whatever we were calling those. But uh, Stu, great to have you on again today and uh, look forward to, uh, to your next appearance. Thanks very much, Dave.